0: Welcome to Bussin', the Greenville Transit Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Predmore, and I'm also the Executive Director of Greenville Connects, an advocacy coalition working to expand resources for public transit in Greenville. If you've been following along on our podcast, you know that I've been riding with elected officials and community leaders for the last couple of seasons. This season, we're trying something new. We're still riding the bus, but the voices you will hear are the voices of Greenlink riders. We want to give you a chance to hear their transit stories directly from them. On today's episode, we're riding Bus 508 on a beautiful sunny day, surrounded by friendly faces. Bus 508 travels from downtown, out Wade Hampton to Taylor's, and then back again. As we speak with riders, we notice a common theme emerging regarding the frequency of service and connectivity to other routes. Our first rider is someone who works an essential role for our community, and someone you might run into when you're picking up prescriptions. Do you ever consider how essential workers get to work to serve the community? I know before I met Ashley, I wasn't sure I was thinking much about it. Let's meet her.
1: I work at Walgreens. I'm a pharmacy technician.
0: Well, I haven't been there too long, but I
1: enjoyed. I enjoy the customer service. I enjoy dealing with prescriptions, I, and I enjoy dealing with technology. Uh, my family is from New York, so riding a bus is not not that un- weird
0: or unnatural, so I have no problem riding a bus. Being from New York gives you such a great perspective into the importance transit has in getting people around. How do you think transit in Greenville can be improved?
1: Well, for me, it's a lot of people who are handicapped or who have disabilities or who don't have the funds to take an Uber or use a car or even to pay a friend. So finding resources for those people would be great because those are the people that actually need the help. And, I mean, there's, there's probably a lot of people who can't get jobs or things like that because they have no way of learning the bus system. And I think that maybe, maybe if GreenLink did, like, some sort of seminar on how to use the bus, how to use the technology... And I think spending time on those people, that's where the bulk of the money is going to come from, because those are the ones who have already put their time in, so they're collecting their checks. They just need to go to the store or maybe go to a friend's house every now and then, and resources for those people would be great. And I think that the quality of living for all the residents in Greenville would definitely increase.
0: Building quality transit increases everyone's quality of life. Whether they ride it or not, everyone benefits from the public access. To improve transit, though, we need to hear perspectives from those riding it. I met our next rider on her way home after her morning shift waiting tables. Amber faces several challenges utilizing the current bus system. As an eighth-month pregnant woman traveling to work and home again, she describes the complex journey involving multiple connections, transfers, and long wait times. While Lyft or Uber are convenient for her, using them often submarines her budget, especially during rent week. Let's meet her and hear some more about her story. Amber, where are you going to right now?
2: Cracker Barrel on Woodruff Road. Normally I choose Lyft or Uber, but this week was rent due week. So um, I'm on the bus today. If I have to work at 7.30 in the morning, I have to be up at 4.30 on the 5.30 bus, at the transit at 6.30 to switch buses, then get a connector transfer card, and then catch my third bus to be at work by 7.30. It's a lot. Especially being eight months pregnant. So if I take the Uber um early mornings, it can run me anywhere between fifteen to twenty five dollars. It just depends on how close um the drivers are to me. Um and then getting home sometimes like my coworkers can help out. But if I get off at nine thirty and they don't get off until eleven thirty, there's no point in me sitting around for two hours. Um so most of the time that can run anywhere between like 1399 to like 18. It just just all depends, but I mean when you think about it, I'm spending 30 maybe $40 a day trying to get back and forth to work. That adds up, you know. That's almost, you know, if we do 30, that's like what, 210 a week at 7 days a week. It's a lot.
0: Like I could have been had my car back. In addition to the financial burden of hoping to avoid the long journey on the bus, Amber shares how the need for improving transit goes beyond the bus doors and starts at the individual bus stops.
2: With my current situation of being eight months pregnant, I just get really exhausted because I have to walk all the way to the bus stop, stand there and wait, because the one that I walk to doesn't have a sit-down post. And it actually takes a little more energy for me to sit down and then try to get back up than it would for me just to stand there and wait on the bus. Then we ride all the way around to Taylor's and back. And then sometimes, like especially early in the mornings, if I'm trying to catch the 508, but the 508 is running the 551, it doesn't come back around. Like it it goes outbound, but it doesn't come back inbound. So then I miss the bus. I'm over an hour late for work. Then like when I transfer from this bus to my next one, it doesn't actually stop in front of my job at Cracker Barrel. I have to walk all the way past, you know, the Whole Foods, go past some of the... Um, the motels over that way, and it, it would be easier if they were just right there in front of it. But, I mean, at least I get close. Three-hour ride, and then maybe like a 20-minute walk total.
0: Unfortunately, Amber's story isn't unique. Many riders have shared how planning for connecting buses, route timing, stop frequency, and operational hours when heading to and from work can feel like another job. While Lyft or Uber provides a potential quick fix even rideshares become costly Band-Aid fixes. When again, the answer that would help riders like Amber the most would be stronger investment in our public transit system. Safe bus stops and frequent service makes it easier for people to travel around their city and community. While service to the outer parts of the county takes time and additional funding to increase the number of buses and increase frequency, other riders are experiencing similar issues while living downtown. Our next rider, for example, didn't want to share his name, but we're going to call him Brian. Brian spoke about how much a difference timing makes when going to work, even when downtown, a location where access feels like it should be easiest, given its proximity to everything.
3: go to work here, like, on this. So I live right downtown, walk out my door, get on the bus to know the exact time. Office building is right up there. I mean, I actually have a car back there, so some days, I, but honestly, I can do work, read, and read articles on the bus and then I know the exact time and I've done a timing difference and it's the same maybe losing two minutes but I'm, I'm very lucky I mean a walk out of my apartment two minutes to the bus station one minute walk to work it's convenient they do a good job but you know you, when you live in New York or Chicago or I guess another one it's like LA no like well LA they do have cars but friends that live there no one has like everyone just does public transport so even having a car here i'm like i can literally half the time i'm reading a research paper on the way and so i literally end up saving time and these guys keep it going right on schedule pretty or at least for my trip to if you have a city that's designed the way that greenville is it can be it can work extremely well like i only use my car on the weekends Basically, <laughs> so, um, it. it, it, it um, I'm not sure if that works for every city, but if you look at like what uh, like Charlotte, for instance, with that, um, with the uh, train that they put in or the mini transit, like it really reshaped the way that that city formed. Public transit, I'm a pretty big fan of it if it's done right.
0: If it's done right. So how do cities do transit right? Before hearing from our last rider, it might be a good time to pause and put Greenville's transit system into perspective. To better understand how Greenville's transit system fits into the larger picture, we need to consider the system's layout. Greenville has a strong downtown core surrounded by sprawling suburbs that extend to the county's edges. Getting around the county even by car takes time due to the limited options for walking and biking using paths such as sidewalks and bike lanes. With driving as the primary mode of transportation, roads quickly become congested, causing traffic issues. As Greenville continues to grow, transit becomes crucial in alleviating congestion and providing alternative transportation options. Increasing transit routes, service frequency, and the number of buses can make a significant difference in traffic flow and enhance accessibility beyond the scope of work commutes. Our final rider, Angela, relies on transit to visit her mother in Simpsonville. New to the bus system, she's been surprised how well relying on transit has been for her over the past few months.
1: I've been using the bus about three months. A little apprehensive. It's not as bad as I thought. It could be nicer. Would love to have more than a bus come on the hour. That's a hassle. Um, but other than that, it's okay. I go to Walmart. Um, I don't have a car. So I try to map out where I need to go that way. Yeah. And I have a sister who will pick me up at a certain mark in Simpsonville and then deliver me out to mother. I'm excited to hear about more routes, you know, going further out. You know, I think that would, as well as the buses running every half an hour instead of an hour. That's kind of stifling, you know, and and frustrating. And then if you miss one, you've got to wait a whole nother hour. So I think that would be excellent if they did
0: every half an hour at least. These are the voices of the 508 on a random Wednesday. Unprompted, they are asking for more buses, going more places, more often, just like we are at Greenville Connects. Expanding transit would mean a higher quality of life for them, their employers, and their families. We're going to keep riding to meet more Greenlink riders this season. Join us next week to hear from everyday voices who use transit to get to work and back home again, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bussin', the Greenville Transit Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bus in the Greenville Transit Podcast is produced by Podcast Studio X.